welcome back to Open Book, where each week I sit down with well-known personalities for honest conversations about life and the stories that shape it. My guest today is Terry McAvoy, my friend, fellow book lover, and I'm just so excited to have her here. She's hilarious. She's got so many different things going on. She is an amazing nurse. She's an influencer with hundreds of thousands of followers online. She is the co-founder of Mantra, which is an accessories brand. And she's also the co-creator of Bahama Body, which is a tan with dripping gold. Also, probably most importantly, she is a new mother to Sydney who turns one really soon. So I'm very excited to have her here just to have the chat and I hope you enjoy. Thanks so much for coming, Terry. You're so good. No problem at all. Thank I feel so like it's, for having me. it's nice just to meet up with you. I know. We're so busy. <laughs> oh, no, I'm delighted to come on. Honestly, I'm so proud of you, Louise. This is amazing. Oh, thank you. I was you. listening to it on the way in and I was just blown away. And you're I amazing. know you're like a big reader as well. Yeah, yeah. I always have been. Um, when I was younger, I used to love reading growing up and I suppose all through like my adult life. Yeah. But over the last three years, I've found that I've kind of gotten too busy to yeah. really. do you find that audible is my lifesaver oh, yeah, like yeah amazing I love listening to books in my ears but I suppose since I had the baby and that it's just been absolutely impossible like the books that I read now are kids Kid, books kids books I <laughs> yeah. was gonna say <laughs> what's your first memory of reading um I suppose it would definitely be like all the Rodal like yeah. goosebumps um but like a memory that really stands out in my mind is um I used to read at night time and I just couldn't stop reading and I remember <laughs> my dad coming up and he was like Terry that's enough now I'm turning off the light and I was like okay dad and then I just continue reading and then I remember one time he came up and he was like are you reading in the dark and I was like yeah and he was like your eyes are going to be black for your holy communion <laughs> I literally was like terrified to read a book then <laughs> I can totally imagine you yeah. like that because you're very like academic as well like which yeah. I feel like that's something people don't really see in you yeah. like like yeah. you've done your masters you've um, no I've done I've got a bachelor of science degree in yeah. nursing from Trinity College and I've also got my postgraduate diploma from the Royal College mm. of Surgeons um, but yeah you would be right it would be quite academic yeah and you love like I mean having a lo- that love for reading I think from a young age really yeah. helps with that I guess I just used to love the the devilment of the books I was reading yeah. Rodale and the twits and like all the tricks they used to play in each other like I loved all of that kind of stuff and did you keep reading throughout your teens yeah definitely um, I, I couldn't even tell you what I was reading Louise it's just anything I could get my hands on yeah. and I know my granddad was a huge reader like I remember when I started college I used to um, go over and tell him what I'd be studying and he'd always have a book on it like, yeah. like oh psychology I have a book on that and here's <laughs> Maslow's theory and I'd be like what like Aww, this is crazy that's so nice yeah so I suppose reading has always been a huge part in my life and like are your you, family's big readers not really yeah. no not really um no, no, I, I'd say I'd be the only bookworm in the house That's so <laughs> out of cool. seven of us. Like, <laughs> if you could describe your teenagers as, as a like series. a young adult series, what would you title it? I was, I was reading this question when you sent it over to me. I was like, how the hell am I going to make prices? Because I was crazy. And I know teenager. this. I'm like, I'm excited for this answer. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I, I was just such a devil. So um, was I, though. I mean, I, like, yeah. teenage years are hard oh, to navigate like. like me and my friend Eva were just brats but I suppose I'd probably the series would probably be called Secret Studier it was definitely a secret uh-huh. studier I remember being in school and um, there was a group of girls I was with and I remember like I used to study really really hard at night time then I'd come in and the teacher would ask a question and 
or else we'd have a test coming up and the guys would be like do you study for this and I'd be like no not at all but I wouldn't mm. be like killing myself it was uncool oh, it was so uncool it, be, you'd be like a swat or something yeah. you know whereas... oh, and you would have been like <laughs> annihilated for him like yeah. but I remember uh, one of the girls um, I think I, she just turned around and she was like you're a secret studier I was like no I'm not I'm not I'm definitely not <laughs> I'm just naturally brainy yeah. so I suppose it'd be somewhere around that like you know being a devil but then also going home and you know doing my homework and getting the studies done yeah. it's definitely a little secret study <laughs> <laughs> which book in life would you say has been your greatest teacher um, I know this is really cliche but it would definitely be The Secret yeah. have you read it yeah I love course, that book like, and it has. changed my mindset yeah. when I read it but you know when I remember reading it and um, a lot of the practices that they were telling us to do I already was doing them mm-hmm. anyway did you find that yeah some of them and then like sometimes I have to kind of remind myself to yes, do it you know yes yeah so kind of I suppose it, it consolidated a lot for me as yeah. well like you know um, like visualisation is uh-huh. such a huge thing it's so important as yeah. well like when you're doing something or you want something that you sit down with yourself and you really envision what that is do you do that oh my god all the time really like all the time like, do I you remember, not find that puts a lot of pressure on yourself no like I not like I don't sit there putting pressure on myself I just like I have a great imagination Mm. And like I'd sit there and say, say for example, when I was um, about to go to Australia or head off my travels, like I was, I used to sit there and imagine what it would be like to be on the beach and saying, mm-hmm. wow, this is my life. And, you know, really imagine going to work and coming home and going to the beach or like just kind of things like that, that would make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Like not in a, a way that was going to put pressure on me, mm-hmm. if that makes yeah. any sense. So I'm doing this course at the moment, mm. um, the Going for Growth course. Yeah. It's kind of like business related. Oh, but amazing. one of the questions, that like she op- like um, Chupi who's our head entrepreneur opens mm-hmm. it quite often is what does an ideal day in your life at 65 look like and I yeah. get panicked by that question Why? I'm just like I don't, I don't I don't know and even if I start to imagine I'm like what if I don't yeah. get that what if I don't yeah. get there you know well for me that's way too far ahead yeah okay, yeah, 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 like yeah I would not be thinking about that I'm thinking like in the next five two, years. Three years yeah okay yeah. so yeah. what what's uh, what are you visualizing now for like in the next five years can you tell me can you tell all of us <laughs> um, well I suppose a lot talk of people... about pressure I'm like tell everyone <laughs> tell us. Um, I suppose like look come here you know you often get asked what's your five year plan or where do you mm. see yourself in five years and what's the dream and for me like the dream I'm in it like I have yeah. a healthy family around mm-hmm. me I've got a beautiful baby girl yeah. I'm working in a job that I absolutely love my mm-hmm. business is doing well like I'm really really happy with that and if, if I can extend onto that like you know keep growing my business growing mm-hmm. my family you know travelling more mm-hmm. if I can do that that's enough for me mm-hmm. that's what success is for me yeah. you know um, so I suppose I'm after going a bit off your question no no there. no that's right but no, yeah that's... like that's that's kind of the, my plan is just to kind of keep just keep enjoying life as long I as know. I'm happy I don't care and be grateful for, yeah. for all the good stuff that... oh my god big time gratefulness is such a huge thing because there's still something I saw yesterday online um, somebody mm-hmm. wrote to me she has a book it's called Weathering the Storm her name's right. Ger- Geraldine Lavelle I feel like I've heard that and like I get like a lot of messages mm. and I clicked into this and it was like first thing in the morning so I was like okay I must go back to that later yeah. but it kept playing on my mind yeah. all day so I wrote back to her then last night and I ordered her book but like basically she's a really active girl mm. and she lives in Castlebar Mayo she went out for a cycle and she was in a road traffic accident yeah. at 27 and paralysed from the neck down and has had to go from being like this really active person to living in her life completely differently and I was I was only chatting to Mark about it last night I was like like imagine that happened to me or to you or like how that would impact everyone around you how do you even stay 
positive and I'm like the stuff sometimes I worry about I'm like it's so silly like you know? they are silly and I think you know I've got I've been very lucky that I've you know I've been nursing for mm. the majority of my life and yeah. I see the worst things and it's given me great perspective and mm-hmm. I think a lot of nurses would agree that you know the things that we get hung up on a day-to-day basis is so trivial compared to what we see and what people deal with and the news that they get and the journeys that they're on so mm-hmm. I think it's really important to have perspective Mm -hmm. and to you know if you're getting really fed up with something or really wound up over something small say to yourself what will this matter in Mm. five years time because that's so true like the reality is it won't and like the reality is that tomorrow something could happen that could could turn your world upside down you know in the story of your life what's Mm. been your biggest plot twist oh there's been so many like Mm. you know there's there's been a huge amount COVID being a massive one of my life say COVID (laughs) yeah 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 because I feel like that changed a lot uh, for me, mm-hmm. um, like travel slowed down, you know. Did you move back during COVID or was that right No, before? so I moved back to Ireland and that was another plot twist as well. Is like Because I always seen myself when I was younger living abroad in a sunny climate, like, you know, being happy and mm-hmm. that's what I wanted. Like I remember getting the bus in Trinity College every morning being like, I'm not going to live here. It's so rainy. I'm not going to live here. I'm going to live in Australia. <laughs> and then when I was there, like the pull to come home after four years mm. was absolutely insane. I get that. I mean, we. I think we talked about this yeah. before. Like when I moved yeah. to New York, it's a little bit like the grass is greener. And then 100%. when you get older, it's like, I want to be near my family. Your and family and your friends and your tribe. Um, but yeah, that was a huge plot twist for me, for me because I never thought I was a homebird. And it was mm-hmm. me actually that wanted to come home from mm-hmm. Australia. Um, I came home from Australia to go to have my hen uh, mm. party. <laughs> and I think we, we went off to Marbella and I came back then to Ireland. Then we I flew back to Australia and I always cried going back, but I sobbed mm. to the point where the air hostess came over to me and she was like, sorry, cabin crew came over to me. My sister will kill me. <laughs> Call them air hostess. Um, but yeah, I remember she came over and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, <gasps> and, like and I think I knew then mm-hmm. I wanted to come home. So that was a huge... A huge um, change for me. And then yeah. I came home, after, we came home after the the honeymoon in October and then COVID hit in, in March. February, March. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously um, a huge plot twist for me is, is also what I do online. Like I always see myself as a nurse. Yeah. A full-time nurse uh-huh. and nothing else and continue in that career. But it just, it just happened, I suppose, this whole... This whole um, business, you know. Yeah, and you love it. I love it. And you're I good at it. it. <laughs> Do you think so? I don't know. <laughs> you are, you are. You're really um, good at it. Yeah, so I suppose that's that's been a huge plot twist as well. Like, and I'm still nursing at the moment, so I'm kind of getting little bits, little shifts in here. Well, long shifts here and there. I know. Um, Fair play to you. Like, you're I so know. busy. Yeah, but it's, it's you know, I just like, you know me, Louise, I'll just do what makes me happy. And for a long time, like there, I was kind of saying, I haven't got time to go back nurse. And I haven't got time to go back nurse. Mm. And, and I'd be getting really frustrated over little things like what we were mm-hmm. talking about. And I remember David saying to me recently, he's like, you need to go back and do a shift mm-hmm. because it just grounds me. It just reminds mm-hmm. me of who I am nearly. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, it's what I'm good at. It's what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I love the hospital that I work in. I love the, the staff that are there. Like, you know, so, um, yeah, it's been a plot twist, I suppose. I know. Not nursing full time, but sure, look, we, we move and we just have to go with what life is, what way life is pulling us. And at the moment, business is mm-hmm. what, what we're doing. You said uh, COVID was a plot twist as yeah. well. Yeah. Why? Because I suppose we came back to Ireland um, after we left Australia 
because I had this notion. I was like, look, Ireland's a great place to be. You've got, you know, Europe right beside you. You've got America. You've got South America. Like it's right bam in the middle mm-hmm. of all these places. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's go back. Let's travel. Then, you know, let's maybe settle down, have kids and buy a house or whatever. And when we got back, COVID hit and there was no travel mm. and there was, you know, everybody was afraid to buy a house. Everybody was afraid to do anything. Do you remember the terror like mm. at the start? You couldn't plan. You just had to no. sit in the no. unknown. No. So we brought our plans to start our family forward. Um, so that was a huge, you know, oh. thing. Cause that wasn't supposed to be until like this year and next year. She's nearly one. I know. It's crazy. I know. I know. It's crazy. So, um, yeah, there's just, uh, there's been all kinds of twists and turns, but you know, that's life and you just roll with it. Yeah. And as I said, and I always say, whatever makes you happy, just do that. Just, yeah. just keep going. What would people be surprised to find on your bookshelf, do you think? Um, at the minute, absolutely nothing. Because <laughs> I'm, um, yeah, I'm not really reading a whole lot at the moment. I'm more kind of listening to podcasts, I yeah. suppose, and a few audio bo- books here and there. Um, I read a book recently. It's not like the happiest, I suppose. Yeah. Book. Um, and I, I talked about it a bit online. It's called When All Is Said. Oh yeah, I've I've oh, read that before. Yeah. Always like that. Remind book. me what it's about again. Um, you're like me. I read a book and then like forget it straight like, away. What? Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's about this um, elderly man in a pub and he's toasting to, to the three most important people in his life. And I suppose it just kind of really resonated within me, like, you yeah. know, really reminded me to to appreciate the little things. And, you know, life is short and the things mm-hmm. that matter at the time don't necessarily always matter later in life like so yeah. it's by Anne Griffin if I Anne remember Griffin, right that's yeah. one. you're great for remembering so I, I went to order um it ends with us recently because yeah. we were doing it in book club yeah. and I my mind must have gone blank and I ordered that book again even though no. the, when all I said I ordered it again I was like did I I had to go it back is. through I'm like where did I even buy this from just arrived at the door I was like <laughs> but it's funny um if you could take a leaf out of someone else's book whose would it be there's a few there's a few leaves I take um from a few people. I think mm. I'd have a tree at, yeah. <laughs> at this point. Um so my mum and dad. So mm-hmm. my dad was 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 always a grafter. He always had like two jobs. Um, my earliest memories are, are of my dad coming home from work, going up and having a nap and then, you know, going back to work. But he always, always had time for us as kids. Mm. Like we were always in the playground. I don't know where he fit it all in. Um, so I've definitely taken a leaf out of his book to, you know, work hard, you know, keep going, keep grinding, but also make time for people that are important to you mm-hmm. and make your soul happy um, my mom because of her sass <laughs> mm. you know she's um, my mom would be very sassy she really stands up for things that are important to her and like you know she'll always stand up for the right thing and I really admire her for that um, so I've definitely taken a leaf out yeah of you've taken both of those yes. leaves that's definitely yeah, they, are. They, they definitely are um, they ha- like they kind of remind me of that saying you know do no harm but take no shit yeah, yeah. just cursed on your podcast no it's fine it's all good don't worry <laughs> but um, yeah and then I suppose my nurse pals because yeah. you know they inspire me so much they're, they're so incredible giving. Siobhan and Suzanne uh, mm. business partners Siobhan has been a huge has, she's just made such a big impact on my life like mm-hmm. in so many different ways like just her personality how she handles things um, she's absolutely incredible like you know things that I would have absolutely freaked out over you know two or three years ago I've learned from her to kind of you know swallow it down you know analyse the situation and then respond mm-hmm. to it rather than just being so emotionally charged and responded mm. to things so she's really taught me how to handle things and she's real level headed so, yeah. you know, so logical like even in business I'm mm. like oh my god and she's like it's fine 
it's grand. What can you do? Mm-hmm. What can you do? We're not saving babies here, Terry. That's like, so, you know? such a good attitude to yeah. have. Yeah. Obviously, Suzanne. Then, like, you know, she's very similar in that in that way. Like, she's um, she's so creative, but she's also very level-headed when it comes mm-hmm. to business. Yeah. So I'm learning constantly from them too. So, um, yeah, I could go on, like, you know, but <laughs> they're kind of the few people that pop into my head first. Yeah. Um, we're reading a love story. Yeah. What's your advice for the main character? Oh God. Laughter, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, you and David definitely oh, have that. <laughs> if I, I'm just thinking of a memory of of you and him at your Stop. day two of your wedding, what? dressing up in yeah. sumo suits yeah. and jumping into the pool in I the know. rain. Like most people are, like you know, dancing with everyone around them, like to a lovely love song. Me and David are in like sumo suits, yeah, killing ourselves in the pool. You just have to be able to laugh at the, laugh. the little silly things yeah. or just find laughter in things. You do, like and. You know, if there's if laughter is not there, then what is? You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. what is? I mean, we kill each other. We absolutely kill each other. But we always end an argument with a laugh somehow. Like he'll look at me some way, mm. or like I look <laughs> at him, or if I know I'm in the wrong, I'll do something funny so he laughs. And yeah. he's like, you know, you're such a military. Like you know, yeah, yeah. We, have a, we have a great relationship in that sense that we we resolve our issues like through laughter. Uh-huh. Um, and it's been it's been hard, you know, be, becoming parents. Like it's a totally different. Terry and David like yeah of course yeah we were together nearly 10 years and you know the I'd say eight or nine of that was always traveling and just being free and now we've got a whole human to take care of and Mm -hmm. it really changes the dynamic in your relationship Mm -hmm. and yeah it's it's a it's a lot but I think if you do do it like with the right person then Mm -hmm. you get through it you know and David's like amazing with Sydney he's so amazing he is amazing and I always knew he's going to be an amazing dad his mom used to say it to me Mm. you know he's going to be an amazing dad because Korea his younger sister she was born when he was 17 18 Mm. and like he took on a father's role Mm -hmm. with her almost Mm. um but like he's he's just such a thoughtful person. I'm very lucky with him like that. I don't even have to tell him what to do. Like he yeah. just does it. You know, most men, they're like, what? I know. Now, there was obviously a few hiccups and like <laughs> sterilising stuff. I'd be like, that's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, he's amazing. He's how do you dad. keep your relationship while learning that? Um, I mean, there's definitely points where you feel like you've lost each other. Like, mm. you know, especially in the early stages when neither of you get, are getting sleep. sleep and sleep is such a massive thing. Um, but I, I honestly think it's just making time for each other. And, you know, when the baby is asleep that you sit down and you talk about it. Like, you mm-hmm. go, oh my God, this is mad. Like, you're a team. Not like, you you did this. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it can't be always the other person's fault. Like, it has to be like, well, what did we learn today? Mm-hmm. That was definitely a theme throughout the early stages we were like oh today you know she drank three ounces and you know I burped her twice I don't, I don't even know Louise mm. but like we, we talk it through and see what works for us rather than you know the blame game that's mm-hmm. a huge thing in a relationship mm. and do you go to Google for advice for, or do you go to books parenting or, um I came like I, I, people are probably very surprised by this but it did come very naturally to me like yeah. and I think it surprised my mom as well because when I before I had kids my mom used to be like I'm gonna have to come and live with you because I just was like the le- most least maternal person but um I it just came to me Louise I can't explain it mm. but um if ever I have a question like my nurse pals are usually the people because I have two pediatric um really close pediatric nurse friends um, they would be the people, my mom, my sister, my most of my friends are mom. So that would be kind of who I'd go to. Mm. And Google would be almost a last resort because if you Google, you know, what does this mean? 
Mm. Anything can come up and it can really scare you and freak you out. I'm sure you get that online though as well. Like everybody has, especially when it comes to kids, like, and I know even with Cooper, like there's certain things that people have so many opinions on and like there's a certain way they do it that's different to you. And, you know, so you kind of have to tune out that and kind of focus on what's working for you. Like any moms are listening like and you feel overwhelmed by like people's advice or like you feel like people are picking on you just block out the noise and listen to your gut instincts because you are the mother you mm. know what's best with education in mind like so that you've you know you're doing the right thing for your baby and mm. um, listen to your instincts because that's the best tool mm-hmm. that you have mm. it's so it's so important that you know you know that you're doing the best job that you can possibly mm-hmm. do and just keep going yeah. walk out the noise because I mean like I, I get it all day every day mm-hmm. and it's part of the reason why I don't share Sydney online um, and also like why I don't share like a whole lot of what we're doing or mm-hmm. you know like this week she wasn't well or last week she wasn't well but I'd never share that online because mm-hmm. I'd just be, adds to your stress I'd yeah, say yeah like people would be just like oh it's because of this or you mm-hmm. did this or you know it's just people run away with things and I think to protect my own mental health and protect Sydney and David mm-hmm. I just don't share as much you know as I probably could but yeah that's also been a learning curve that I've learned from other, you know, people online. Um, yeah. Like in the industry that I've, that I'm really good friends with that I've overshared, you know, and I touched base with them before I even had Sydney and I was like, do you regret doing this or do you regret doing this? And they were giving me advice, you mm-hmm. know, like a couple of mums in the industry. Right, um, okay. So that was really helpful. It's a hard one to, to navigate, I think, isn't it? It is, like, absolutely. Like mo- motherhood is hard anyway. Yeah. And then just to have like, you know, 250,000 people's eyes on you as well, like is, yeah. is even harder. So, I suppose my advice to anybody, I suppose, with a following is, you know, protect yourself, protect mm. your energy, be careful what you're putting out there, don't overshare. Um, and then mothers without a following is protect your energy, you know, mm. don't overshare, you know, with, like if you be don't want to... Be who you let yeah, in, I suppose. Yeah, carefully mm. who you let in, just mind yourself. Yeah. And just, just know that you're doing an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Everybody does things differently. As long as you know you're doing the right thing, keep going with it. Yeah. You know? What have you closed the book on? I might touch on that or it might be something else. God, that's a, that's a really hard question. Mm. Like, so many things, like you know, I suppose worrying. I used to worry so much before I came became a mom. What people thought mm. of me. I don't know if you've noticed a change in me over the yeah. last like year and a half. I'd you say. used to get like quite anxious oh about my it. God, yeah, used to be up the walls. I actually think I changed when I got pregnant. Um, I used to be so worried, like what people would say or lies that people would make up or things I'd read about myself online. Mm. And I think when I became pregnant I really realized that like this is all that matters like what what are those opinions how do they Mm -hmm. how do they impact my life Mm -hmm. you know what does it matter if that person doesn't like me or she doesn't like what I do or where I go or what Mm -hmm. I wear what does that matter also you're never going to please everyone you know and it's yeah that's a huge huge thing isn't it like in this I suppose in this industry and in life like Uh you're never going to nobody not everybody's going to like you and you have to look at it like what you share online is such a small fraction, like, isn't it? Oh, massive. Like, sometimes it feels like, because we share stuff every day, oh, it's yeah. everything, but it's really not. What? Like, no. Oh my God, it couldn't be further than I the know. truth. Like, you know, sometimes I upload like eight frames a day. Like, what's that? Eight, 15 seconds. That's like, what, two minutes of a day? Yeah. Do you know, when you think of it like that, and it's just bits here and there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard, to, it's hard to explain that to people on the outside because they're like, yeah, right. But mm. I see you on a regular basis. I see, you know, my friend Grace. I see, you know, my sister-in-laws and I know what they're doing mm-hmm. in their life compared to what they put online. And mm-hmm. it's so tiny what they share, but yeah, people kind of come up with narratives and stuff like that. Yeah, so and I sp- yeah. It, you kind of have to like, 
you have to decide when it feels right for you to share things because I do yeah. I do think it's important to be real yeah. but like sometimes in the moment yeah. it can be hard to do it's, that it's sad right because I feel like when I first started this I was my true authentic Terry yeah self. like I was you know sharing. probably for that time though yeah. because I feel like you're different you've changed yeah. yeah yeah I was 25 yeah. when I started like but I was definitely like fun and I said what I was feeling I said what I wanted nearly like whereas now you have to be so careful mm. You know, because what's relevant now might not be relevant as well in five years' time. I'm laughing because I'm just thinking back to some of the stuff you post. <laughs> oh, stop. Over stop, the... Stop, stop, <laughs> No, I can't. Oh, okay, I'm okay. Just... Next question. Next question. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can only read one book for the rest of your life. I don't know, actually. What would you... What would you... Has anybody ever asked you? Um... I I kind of repeat myself with this one, but I'd say it probably is one of those ones I could keep going mm. back to. Um, when all, oh no, what I know for sure. What I know for sure. Yeah, yes. I love those little, yes. and it's almost yeah. like like I had Avi and Gary on the podcast yeah. recently, and like they, her little anecdotes yeah. are almost like poetry. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, it resonates. You know, yeah. with you and like. Yeah, so I, I think I would read something like that yeah. because I kind of rely on that stuff yeah. a lot, you know. You go back to it and that's a, yeah. that's a real book that you kind of open up and you don't have to read it from to back either. Yes. Like you just open it up on a page and it could be relevant to yes. what you're feeling. So it doesn't matter how busy you are. It doesn't, like, even if you are, if you've all the time in the world, like I did in COVID, I read it and I really enjoyed it because yeah. I'd sit down and take it in, you yeah. know. And I know Georgie Crawford said the yes. same about that book. Yes. She would sit down while she was doing her chemo and read yeah. a page and just sit with it. and She's amazing. Yeah, unreal. Um, yeah, that's a great shout. Now, that would probably be a book that I'd go back to. I have that beside my, my bed and it's actually full of dust, but it's the, mm. there's definitely paragraphs that are like underlined. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not on my desk. I gave it to my mum recently. I must get that offer. Get it back, yeah. <laughs> um, are you reading anything at the moment? No, um, not at the moment. Just kind of listen to a few podcasts and that. Well, um, for book club, we're reading... Um, what is it called? Forever Home by Graham Norton. It's his new one and I'm right. listening oh, to it. Graham Norton's Yeah, books. his books are oh really God. good. Well, I can't think of the name of a book that he wrote recently. Basically, he's gay and he grew up in Ireland in the 80s, 70s, yes. 80s. And he went to New York. wasn't cool yeah. to be gay, which is ludicrous. Um, and he went to New York and came back and I absolutely adored that book. Yeah, he, he has a way of writing that keeps you hooked yeah. the whole way through. So yeah. I had to take a break because I was going ahead mm. after for last week and I only started listening then again mm. yesterday and I was like, oh my God, this yeah. is so good. How do so, I stop? So good. You know? The home stretch. That's home stretch. Home stretch. Yeah, yes, that's what stretch. I, yeah, that's it. Yeah, such a brilliant book. Um, re- yeah, really enjoyed that. And I suppose there was really some amazing lessons in that as mm-hmm. well. Like back in the day, okay, like people weren't okay with people being gay. And that mm. was like the normal, mm. you know, and it shows how society changes. And you look back and you go, how could they have Think ever like that. treated people that badly or that poorly? And you know, so I know you've read The Hearts Invisible Furies as well. Yes, very similar yeah, like very that. Similar. It's yeah. just absolutely heartbreaking. And it's an important lesson to learn as well that like, you know, people's differences, it's so important to accept people uh-huh. for who they are. And I know when we've done those books on the po- mm. on the book club before, mm. the question always comes up like, what are we looking at now that we think is... 100% you know, acceptable. It, or not acceptable. And it is. It will be yeah. in 15 years yeah. time or whatever. Like, yeah. But then I suppose at certain points in the world, we're going backwards as well. So, so God much. only knows yeah. where we'll be. In. But there's so much. In a, like even online and how people speak online mm-hmm. and how they, you know, treat people or bullying and things like that. I think how you join an online platform as well, like how you can 
just sign up to Instagram, create mm-hmm. a fake email and then just join. It's so dangerous. Like anybody can be behind that account, like paedophiles, anybody. Mm. So, you know, like, is it going to be in like 10 years time that you need a driving license, passport, address to sign up to these platforms? To like be you accountable? do with Revolut or something. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, is that something that we're going to be like, do you remember you could just like, you know, write what you wanted online, not be held accountable for it? Like, yeah, it's mad. Yeah. So things, books like that really kind of remind you, you know, that society and things are forever changing. Yeah. Right, you know? What do you know of life that can't be learned in books? Um, I suppose that life, life is short, but I suppose books tell you that all the time, don't they? Mm. That life is short, but I've definitely learned that over the years, like just dealing with people with terminal il- illnesses and, you know, going through major surgeries or major traumas and the outcomes from that. Um <clears throat> I mean, you can read all the books in the world on how, how to ride a bike, but until you get on the bike, mm-hmm. you can't you can't, you can't do figure it. it out. Yeah. yeah. So I think you could read all the books in the world to tell you that life is short to enjoy it, but until you're actually in it, you need to practice it. Mm-hmm. You really need to practice it. Yeah. How do you practice it? By just reflecting. Reflection's such a huge thing for me as well. Like, you know, after something I'll sit down and I'll go, right, okay, you know, how did that happen? Or, mm. you know, why did that happen? How can I change it and the next time going forward? How would I react to it? Like reflection's a huge thing. Do you Something. do it by yourself? Do you write down? Or? Um, yeah, I do it by myself, mainly kind of like sit down and think about the situation. Yeah. I probably should start writing it down because it was something that we we were taught to do, I suppose, in nursing college was reflective practice. Okay. Um, But yeah, I definitely recommend it. You should look into it if you haven't yeah. tried no, it No, I do. I keep a gratitude journal when, and I'm not super busy, when I'm yeah, at home. <laughs> uh, but it helps, like it really does. 100%. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And what's your happily ever after? God, I think, like what I said, I'm in it. Definitely oh, in it, like I am. Just I'm, figuring it out along yeah, the way. Yeah, I'm just happy. I'm really happy at the moment, and I'm just kind of rolling with it. And you know, if it's if if my family are healthy, if my husband's healthy, and my baby are healthy in five years' time, I'm winning. Do you know? Yeah. Um, and like businesses are doing well, like that's all that matters. Yeah, like. just gotta enjoy the the journey of it yeah, all. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's what life is. It's now. It's not in the future. Like if you were to sit down and say, "I'll be happy when I'm traveling in five years." Uh-huh. God, like, what are you doing now? See, I find I get a bit wound up by by stupid things. Yeah. And it stops me from enjoying the moment because I'm like, ah, not again. Oh, you have to stop that. I know, you I'm terrible like that. You have to just shake it off, Louise. Yeah. Like, because it, life goes by like that. Like, mm. It goes so, so quick. You you won't believe it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just can't believe we, we went to Australia seven years ago. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. I feel old. Like, I feel old. Yeah, seven years. <laughs> you know, if, you, if you're somebody that's kind of sitting there thinking, I'll be happy when I get my degree. I'll be happy when, you know, I get the job promotion. I'll be happy when I get going or traveling. Yeah. I'll be happy when I find someone. You're wasting the now. This I know. is life here. This is now. That's non-existent in yeah. the future. Yeah. And once you really understand that and grasp that, mm-hmm. it changes. And I think like every everyone has like a little bit of stress in their life. 100%. So it's about finding those like moments yeah. of just pure yeah. bliss, which yeah. for me is like sitting on the couch just at the end the couch, of the day. Chocolate. Yeah. With Mark <laughs> or like, you know, yeah, going Netflix. going for a walk yeah. or a nice coffee yeah. like that is yeah but also not letting things get to your heart too much like I mean like a simple simple um, you know analogy would be like you know if you're standing waiting on the bus and you know you miss the bus that goes by because you're looking at your phone don't get so wound up because yeah. there's always another one coming no I know yeah you know? and it's not it's not the end of the world now obviously like that's within reason obviously if there's something going on in your life mm. that's really awful like you're you know somebody's sick or you're sick you know that's perfect to be down in the dumps over like you know 
looking forward to, to that yeah. passing, mm-hmm. absolutely. But like everyday things, if they're winding you up, like you're saying, you really need to sit down and say, why is this winding me up? Like, what is what is it that's bothering me truly? Yeah, you that's know? true. Yeah, Like there's always a reason behind things. Like I find even like in my day to day life, if I snap over something, like say with David, like, mm. I'm like, blah, blah, like and I give out about something, he's like, what's, he annoyed you. what's really what's wrong? wrong? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And, and that's really important for somebody, somebody to help you check yourself. Yeah, like, you yeah. Know, it's not the dishwasher. It's because, you know, um, so, so-and-so sent me a message to say X, Y, and Z has gone wrong. Yes, know? yeah. That's what's wrong. So sit with that. Don't yeah. take it out on, you know, the dishwasher and let it ruin your day. Ruin yeah. your day. Be like, okay, that's that. I'm dealing with, with the dishwasher. Yeah, no. <laughs> Do you know at the moment? You're right. But I'm sure you understand, like, it's so busy. It's just a lot of pressure, yeah. like, I know, but we balancing were all, different things, yeah, you know. we were all so great during COVID, though. Weren't we? Yeah, so I have like, to constantly remind myself. Oh, we, when, when real life comes back, I, I am know. totally going to slow down. And now we're like, rah, running around. <laughs> literally, literally. Running around. I I'm know. guilty of it as well. And I'm like, if you're carrying a million different things and you drop one, yeah. what's one? I know. You know what I mean? Oh, like, 100%. 100%. Yeah. But yeah. don't be worried about me. I'm fine. I'm just trying to give perspective. And, I know. You know, yeah. I, I kind of... You are juggling a million things. Yeah, moment. yeah. But I'm, I'm lucky doing to well. be busy, you yeah. know. You're so lucky. And you're, so, you're doing so well. So proud of you. I always tell you. Like, we'll come up from, for air coming up close to Christmas, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll probably. just keep our head above water until then, okay? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'll find down in January. No, I won't. Definitely I, won't. <laughs> I know. It's just in us, I think, isn't it? Yeah. But listen, thank you so much for joining today. No it was such a good all. chat. And I feel like we got some good book recommendations yeah. and we also learned loads about yeah. you, Aww. which I know, but I, I'm excited to share that, that idea with everyone as well. Thanks so much, Louise. So thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed the chats with Terry. I just love her. I think she's hilarious and she's brilliant. And she gave some good book recommendations there too. Also, just to remind you for next week, we're going to be finishing Graham Norton's uh, book, Forever Home, which I'm so excited to get to the end of because it's so good. If you have any comments, recommendations, questions, send them into openbook at goloudnow.com. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share if you can. It means the world. And I will talk to you all next week. Mm-hmm.